This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself (laughs) laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Well, hey, everybody. Yeah, we're back. That's right, Living It Up While Beginning Again. And we're here for part two of our podcast with Joni. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, part one was just amazing. It was. You know, so uh, proud of you, I know. Thank that, you. I know we've had a couple of comments already uh, of just how people have just been moved by the testimony so far. And uh, right now, we're going to get into the testimony of of, uh, of the podcast. Hey, rock bottom, and that, that rock yeah. bottom was your stroke. I know for for me, my rock bottom was I was so full of pride. I had to go through a divorce. You know, God used that divorce to get my attention and, and humble me. Yeah, and rock bottom for me. You know, growing up without a father and and having those hurts hidden inside of me uh, for 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 forty one years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I when I hit rock bottom, I'm telling you. Uh, thank goodness the rock I hit was Jesus. Amen. And so uh, we're going to continue today, and it's, we're going to pick up uh, Joni. Where? Uh, oh, by the way, welcome, Joni. <laughs> oh, thank you very yeah. much. I'm so glad to be here. Well, we're honored that you're here, and and we want to pick up Joni to where the days leading up to the stroke. What happened that? You know, day? what were they like? Yeah. I mean, did you have any symptoms? Yeah. Um, and, and 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 when it when it did happen. What, what transpired? Yeah, and anybody listening that might, you know, connect with what you're saying, don't wait. Go and have it seen about, right? Dave? Absolutely. Watch your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I had, uh, my blood pressure was sky high, and um, I was on medication. And then I started having um, issues of, I was falling down. We have a studio audience today of some people that we know that have blood pressure problems in their family. Take care of it. Yeah. Take care of it. Really take care of it. So what I did, I just quit taking the medicine since it was making me fall down. I believe that is what contributed. So I went five <coughs> days without any um, medication. And uh, uh, five, days. five days without any. Yeah. And I have diabetes also. So um, get, I'm prone to strokes anyway. And um not not a family history and um the day of the stroke was my daughter's 23rd birthday we were getting ready and um she asked me a question i'd fallen down earlier mm-hmm. and so she was already concerned and um she asked me a question i couldn't answer i looked at her and i couldn't say a word and it was awful because it was in my mind it just wouldn't come out my lips and um that was pretty scary. My oldest daughter, Amanda, took me to the hospital, and uh, I had a stroke, I found out, and I was also had had a previous stroke mm. when they did the MRI. So I was extremely um, surprised and relieved that uh, Amanda was there, and uh, uh, I got transferred to downtown Harris Hospital in Fort Worth and uh, was taken pretty good care of. Awesome. Great doctors, I bet. Yes. 
Thank God. How long were you in the hospital, Johnny? I was only in there from Wednesday till Sunday. Were you scared? I feel, I, actually, I wasn't as scared there mm-hmm. as I was when I went home. Because I I was I was confined to the bed pretty much, and I walked some, but uh, I knew I was being watched all the time. Okay. Well, so what kind of things did you know? What did they say exactly? The doctors back up to the hospital. Um, that I had had a two strokes, and um, was there a certain kind uh, of stroke? Uh, from uh, I can't remember the name of them. Okay. That's fine. Okay. It's it's anyway, there are two different types of strokes. Oh, and mine was wow. there yeah. Mine was from um lack of blood flow. Wow. So uh yeah. So wow. you didn't have to have any kind of surgery, right? No, I did not. We uh we just have to I just have to take blood pressure medicine and uh control my diet. Okay. And we're working on that. And do physical therapy. That's one of the cool things is uh I'm part of a group on Facebook called uh, Eastern Hills High School mm-hmm. Christian Prayer Group, and um, they were praying for me, and I'm so thankful for that. I've had so many people pray for me that um, that's that's why I, I made it. That's why I'm mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had you had this stroke now, and we're going to talk about what the care is in just a second. So all the history that we laid. And all that. And since you've had this stroke, now everything is out in the open. How much better your health can be because of that? Oh, it's amazing. I, f- I feel joy. I feel peace. Um, I feel happiness. And um, in the midst of this trial and this storm. And I know that's um, cliche, but uh, it's God. It's God. It's Jesus being in my life. It's him being my personal savior. It's me realizing he loves me so much, and I have so much to share, and um, and I'm going to share it. Mm-hmm. And you see, Joni, I mean, you know this now that keeping secrets, you know, living and doing things that you know are not good for you, contrary to what, not just physically, also, you know, God's pursuing us and we're ignoring him. He knows what's best for us, how all that plays up and affects our health. Oh, absolutely. It's not just about diet and exercise. That does play a big part of it. But people don't really talk about, I I think there's not enough information about how detrimental to our health secrecy is. Yes, you're right. Secrecy is, uh, it, it affects our mind. And say, that's one of Satan's biggest uh, weapons Absolutely. is to use our mind mm-hmm. against us and to use things like secrets and keep keep us in shame. And how much clearer now his voice is because of all this stuff that you're maneuvering in your mind. You don't have to maneuver anymore. No, I don't. <laughs> I can I can hear him. He can come through. He doesn't have to make all those turns and get your attention. It's Absolutely. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. I, I'm so thankful that I can hear his voice now. Yeah, because when you're living in secret and when you're, you know, living a life that is is in opposition to what's good for you and to when, you know, you, this one knows this one and that one doesn't know this and that one knows everything and I can be this way with that person, but when I'm with this person, I can't do, you know, that is... It's exhausting. It is exhausting. And it's not God. It's not God. You're blocking him out because your mind is too full of playing the game. Yes. 
you know, of being what you think everybody wants you to be. Right. And not and he his voice is always there, but we're the one that's pushing it out with all the games we're playing. Yes, it is. It's wonderful how he beauty out of ashes and how he has worked for my good my entire life and I didn't realize it and I'm I'm so thankful that I have this vision now it's 2020. Ah, <laughs> um uh, and I can see how he worked things out for me. Do you have a favorite scripture? I know the plans I have for Jeremiah you. To, right, 11, yeah. That's and uh, for you, says the Lord. Lord. That's right. That's my, that's my favorite scripture right now. And it's um, very special to me in that, you know, uh, the next Jeremiah tw- uh, 29, 12 mm-hmm. tells you how it to, to uh, know that what he's going to do is what you need to do to um, accomplish what you need to accomplish. Absolutely. And those are wonderful, wonderful scriptures to stand on. Yes, they are. They've been great for me. What are you trying to say over here? No, I just want to, you know, after your stroke and um, and you've been going through uh, therapy, I, I, I'm assuming, uh, what are the, some of the side effects? And... Uh, and how do you care for yourself now? And, 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 and when, when I'm saying that, you know, it all has to deal with lifestyle changes. You know what I mean? <clears throat> you know, what's your prognosis? You know, and what can you tell the audience, you know, maybe about diet or, 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 or what you can do to maybe prevent having this stroke? I used to tell my best friend, Lynn, I would say, uh, I'm going to eat what I want to eat because God knows when my time is coming. Mm. Well, I don't think that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's called quality of life. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. uh, my prognosis is good. Um, I, I, am, I, I am weaker on my right side because the stroke was on my left side. And um, I, I'm diabetic, so I check my blood sugar every morning. So I don't feel that when that needle goes in. Um, so, so that's that's a blessing. <laughs> that good. Yeah, that's a blessing, and um, and I'm um, I'm going to be okay. I know that. I know that. Uh, you've got to take care of your health, spiritual, physical, and emotional. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, it will. That's right. And and we, you know that. God's gonna, you know, God's gonna take care of me. God's in control. Well, God expects us to do our part too. Absolutely, He, he does expect us, us to our, our part. And He gives us indications and things to show us. You know, I'm trying to get your attention here. Or I want, I want to work through this to get your attention here. Hello, hello, hello. What's it gonna take? Right. In my case, it was a stroke. Well, you know, that's <clears throat> leading up to the uh, one of our final questions, Joni. The wake-up call. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But how did it change your walk with God? I mean, this is a uh, stroke of intervention. This has been a stroke of a miracle. So how did it change your walk with him? And how do you live for him now? I fully rely upon him, and um, I put him first in all that I do. I consult him first in all that I do. I'm so thankful the stroke happened. Yeah. Wow. Because it it um, it is 
grown me as a person, as a Christian, as a mother, as a church attender. <laughs> Open Door Church in Burleson, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of that church? Could, uh, plug it a little bit. Open Door Church. You look at. You can look us up online. OpenDoorExperience.com. Come. And through all this, you know, we talked earlier about being involved in other kinds of things, you know, in your spare time. Since then, even before this, you you do some really cool things, volunteer type of things. Tell people what that is. I, uh, I volunteer at our food bank. We feed thousands of people every other week, hundreds of thousands of pounds of food. And uh, every other week, every other week in Johnson County. And... Um, I am serving coffee at church, which is really cool. Uh, I love that. I love that. Um, in your little coffee shop? Yeah, in our coffee bar. And, um, I love our coffee shops at church. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I love my group. I have a home group I go to that's wonderful. My pastor, Troy Brewer, is amazing. Mm-hmm. We, um, we also have orphanages all over the world we have seven orphanages we are now um buying women people are still bought and sold oh yeah mm. and uh this is buying women now to sl- sexual the human slavery. trafficking yes yeah. absolutely and we are teaching them a trade and uh we once we buy them we take care of them that just caught my ear i've never heard that phrase buying y'all are buying them back yes yes we're buying them from whoever owns them who has (laughs) prostitutes them and we're i'm talking about 15 16 year old girls yeah and it's so dangerous oh yes wow it's a it's a it's a wonderful calling it is it is a wonderful calling a wonderful ministry and i'm i'm so glad that it's it's becoming more and more popular not in a sense of hey this is what i'm just that it need that is such a need out there yes it is it's a it, uh, yeah he my i love how my pastor focuses on the positive mm-hmm. and how you know he shows us the picture of these girls and uh they all get his birthday mm-hmm. <laughs> really because most of them don't remember when birthday. their birthday was right. It's, it's it's horrendous yeah and they get their last name too they're brewers he has brewer children all over the world seriously yeah That's awesome awesome spark worldwide is yeah. his wife's um ministry spark worldwide okay Very well good. shout out for that church mm-hmm. for sure you know if you're in the burleson area mm-hmm. we'd love for you to go visit that church again what is the name of the church journey open door open door church and uh, please go by and visit them. Um, as Joni said, they have a powerful pastor who puts God first in everything that he does and trying to teach his congregation to do the same. And, man, I tell you what, that's just awesome. You know, Joni, uh, listening to your testimony over these past two days uh, reminds me so much of the story of Mary and Martha. You know, Martha was so consumed with the world, fixing the food for Christ and doing, you know, this and that and what the world would want her, she thought, to be the right thing to do. And in our in our case, Joni, you know, we got caught up in the world, you know, of uh, alcohol, yes. drugs, things of that sort. But what God has done to you, he's evolved you into a Mary. To where now you want to sit at his feet. 
Yes. And you want to listen to him. And the main thing you want to do is to lay your head on his chest and to hear his heartbeat. Absolutely. And so that's what I, I pray that people that are listening to this, that those of you that are listening to this in the world today, is that that's where Christ has brought Joni. That's where Christ can bring you as well. And Joni, I just want to ask you, what do you want others to know about him? And what is the last thing you want to leave with our listeners? He is absolutely trustworthy. He's the one you can depend on. Um, you can never outsin. You can never sin so much that he won't still accept you uh, and love you. And uh, get in recovery. Get in a good Bible uh, preaching church and be happy. And what did you tell me that you learned in this church? What did you learn in this church finally about grace? Uh, yes, grace. Grace. You know, you had told me that that was one thing that was a draw for you where you're worshiping now is that this is the church where you learned about love and grace. That's exactly right. And I couldn't remember it right then, but thank we, you. Yeah, how would we do life without our, our fellow brothers and sisters in oh. Christ who are pursuing him with their whole heart? Oh, I can't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I've just, I have grown by leaps and bounds mm -hmm. from this uh, church. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know why? Because you're receiving God's love the love of Christ through them and that's, that's what heals us yes it does mm -hmm. thank you Teresa oh no it's so true I, I had a religious mindset my whole life but I remember being surrounded here and there by different people who seemed to be more in love with Jesus than I was and I would hear that term and go ooh that's just so weird you know love with Jesus I didn't know what that but they were they just had so much joy than that I did and I you know I just couldn't understand that um but then when Again, I finally got to a new place with God and another season in my life, you know. I wanted what they had, you know, and uh, the love I was receiving from them was just life-changing. Yes. Because they were the hands and feet of Jesus. That's what we're all supposed to be. Yes, it and is. And that's what you've been receiving. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it heals you. It does. He does. He works through people. Yes, he does. He works through his word. And through people and pastors. That's right. Any takeaway before we go away that you want to <laughs> leave with people regarding any of this? Well, I love you. <laughs> and God loves you dearly. And um, keep. Keep living it up. Keep living it up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> and begin and again. Yeah. <laughs> Each day. Thank you, Joni. All right. Well, we just want to thank you, Joni, for your time and, and uh, your testimony, I know, is going to be a great, great testimony for so many people around the world. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who have been listening to this podcast, I would ask you, please, to to uh, copy these podcasts and send them to your friends. Pray for Joni. And pray for Joni, because Joni's praying for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so... Uh, uh, you've heard a testimony of a lady who uh, um, was abused at the age of five, who was kidnapped and raped.
who had a drug addiction and alcohol addiction, mainly behind the scenes to, to, to cover the hurt that she's lived all these years. And now she's came and she's fallen at the feet of Jesus. Amen. It's never too late. Never too late. His mercies triumph. Okay? One thing Joni was talking uh, to, wrote us a letter after we spoke with her. The first time we met her about a week ago about this, or a week and a half ago. And she said she was so grateful that we weren't judgmental. Well, if you read James 2, it says mercy triumphs over judgment. Don't ever judge someone of their past. That does not define us. Our future with Christ is what defines us. So, Joni, thank you. And, uh, you know, I know there's plenty of people out there today that are listening that have been just been hit their rock bottom by listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and going, I want what, what Joni has. Mm-hmm. How do you get that? Mm-hmm. Well, there's only one way, and that's to give your life to Christ, to fall deeply in love with the one that loves you first. So if you'd like to do that, I'm going to invite you right now to please, wherever you're at, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. But you can still repeat this with me. Give your life to Jesus. Find a church that preaches his name and a community of believers that will help you with this walk. So if you would please pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord, I know that you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of that cross, you say my sins are forgiven if I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, today I give my life to you because you gave your life for me. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I guess that's all for now. We never know what God is going to do, right? That's right. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving in here so powerfully. And if anybody listening is wondering whether they needed it, we always say, well, we know we did. So thank you, Joni. Oh, thank you guys <laughs> for reaching out. Yeah. Well, that's it, honey. Mm-hmm. Until we talk to everybody listening tomorrow, keep living it up. Well, we're getting it again.